0: A podcast from Corey O'Connor. Hi and welcome. This is Corey. Well, last week marked the final day of the third block of hearings in Brisbane of the RoboDebt Royal Commission. Disturbing information came out of that, and I was also disturbed to find out there's actually a Wikipedia page about this, which says the RoboDebt scheme was an unlawful method of automated debt assessment and recovery employed by Services Australia as part of its Centrelink Payment Compliance Program. Put in place in July 2016 and announced to the public in December of the same year, the scheme aimed to replace the formerly manual system of calculating overpayments and issuing debt notices to welfare recipients with an automated data matching system that compared Centrelink records with average income data from the Australian Taxation Office. Now, the scheme has been the subject of considerable controversy, having been criticised by the media, academics, advocacy groups and politicians due to allegations of false or incorrectly calculated debt notices being issued, concerns over impacts on the physical and mental health of debt notice recipients, and questions around the lawfulness of the scheme. Robo-debt has been the subject of an investigation by the Commonwealth Ombudsman, two Senate committee inquiries, and several legal challenges. On the 29th of May 2020, the Morrison government announced that it would scrap the debt recovery scheme with 470,000 wrongly issued debts to be repaid in full. Initially, the total sum of the repayments was estimated to be $721 million Australian. However, in November 2020, this figure expanded to $1.2 billion after the Australian government settled a class action lawsuit before it could go to trial. In June 2020, Prime Minister Scott Morrison stated during question time that he would apologise for any hurt or harm in the way that the government had dealt with that issue and to anyone else who has found themselves in those situations. Very generic. However, the government of the time had not offered a full apology. The scheme was further condemned by the federal court. In August 2022, a royal commission into the scheme was announced by the Albanese government, the royal commission into the robo-debt scheme. In October 2022, the Albanese government effectively forgave the debts of 197,000 people that were still under review. Making the announcement, Minister for Social Services Amanda Rishworth stated, the robo-debt fiasco is something that we should have a deep concern about, a deep deep concern for all Australians. It was meant to save money, however we know it had a significant human cost. So news that came through late last week was that a taxpayer-funded external review of the failed RoboDebt scheme found a lot of flaws, but a full report was never completed after the government said it was not required. Shane West, a partner at consulting giant Price Waterhouse Coopers, said in early 2017, then Department of Human Services Secretary Catherine Campbell in engaged the firm to review the Coalition-era budget savings program that became known as RoboDebt. Around that time, the Commonwealth Ombudsman was investigating the Centrelink debt recovery scheme after questions were raised about the legality of its central method, income averaging. The PricewaterhouseCoopers contract was worth almost $1 million. PwC's Shane West told the hearing the firm put considerable time, want to for almost a million dollars, into developing a 70-page detailed draft report. But mid-year, the DHS said it was no longer required and a visual presentation given to then Human Services Minister Alan Tudge would suffice. He said he doesn't recall how PwC was informed the department no longer needed the report or any reasoning provided. Council assisting Justin Gregory KC said surely you must, as the lead of the project, have gone back to Catherine Campbell and said, you've paid for the report, we've done the work, why don't you want it? Mr. West responded... No, we didn't. Commissioner Catherine Holmes asks, You didn't do anything to confirm with them, the department that is, that it did not need to be delivered. You just waited for them to pay the bill and took that as confirmation? Mr West said, No, my assumption, but I can't recall. There must have been a conversation between the department and us. Commissioner Holmes asked, Does PWC usually rely on word that is not documented anywhere? Mr West replied, I can't speak for the firm at large, but... ''Do you?'' she asked. ''Sometimes,'' said Mr West. Commissioner Holmes then went on to ask one possible viewers that there's been a nod and a wink, a ''don't give us it, thanks'' from the DHS somewhere along that line. ''Mr West, can you see how a cynic might wonder about that?'' Mr West responded with, ''I can, yes, but I cannot recall ever being provided such a nod and a wink.'' For nearly a million dollars of taxpayer money, I think that is absolutely disgusting. Now, let's face it, it really does sound like a government to waste that much money and then say, oh, this isn't the result we wanted. Uh, you know, forget about that. Former Deputy Secretary of Social Security of the Department of Social Services, Nathan Williamson, has also given evidence. The inquiry has previously heard a DSS official requested external legal advice from law firm Clayton Arts on the scheme in 2018, which found the use of income averaging to raise welfare debts was unlawful, but it was left in draft form and never acted on. Former Attorney General Christian Porter also spoke to the inquiry, saying that someone in the department assured him robo-debt was legal, but I can't recall who. Christian Porter has insisted someone in one of the two government departments responsible for the robo-debt scheme assured him it was legal while telling a royal commission he did accept some responsibility for the scandal. A milestone for... politicians really even accepting some of the responsibility. The former social services minister and attorney general told the inquiry he could not be sure who provided the legal assurance but he was sure he had asked about it. Should we be thankful that you remember that much Christian Porter? I mean come on we all thought that government paper trail yet there's no paper why is there no paper? Christian Porter, who is no longer in Parliament, appeared at the inquiry after the former Human Services and current Coalition frontbencher Alan Tudge told the Royal Commission he did not accept he was responsible for his department's failure, repeat, for his department's failure to check the scheme was legal. Porter was also asked by Commissioner Catherine Holmes if he took any responsibility for what happened. He said, I do. I look back on this and I see myself through the correspondence getting, quite close at the point to taking the next step of inquiry. What the hell does that mean? I didn't do that. I wish now that I had, but I also see the reasons that I didn't. I'm sorry, to me it sounds like word salad. I seriously hope that the Royal Commission gets to the bottom of this and put things in place that ensure that this does not happen again and probably too much to hope for that those responsible for it pay the price. Public hearings will continue later this month. Subscribe or follow Corey for brand new episodes. If your podcast platform of choice supports it, please rate and review my show. It really helps with the analytics. Also, Bookmark my website, CoryO'Connor.com/slash pod. Thanks for listening. CoryO'Connor.com